thank you so much for joining me with the All New Whole Creations. I'm your host, Ryan Odman. Today, I'm going to be interviewing my work friend, Bree Jones. I'm really excited. This is a really great podcast, and I really think you will enjoy it. So, with all that being said, here we go with the All New Whole Creations. You are now watching Whole Creations. Hello, everybody. My name is Ryan Odman, and this is my friend, Bree Jones. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey, Bree. So I'm really thankful that you're on here. Me and Bree, we work at the same school, but we work on different campuses. She works in the Orange County campus, and I work in the San Bernardino County campus. And I'm really thankful that she is here with us today. And it's going to be a great video. So for all of you that work in the special needs field, we invite you to come and hear this podcast or this video, and it's really great. I've worked with Bree virtually so far, and I've seen her grow. I've seen her willingness to put herself out there and really putting her coworkers' needs and her students' needs above herself because she knows her worth, she knows who she is, and therefore, she puts her effort in to be there for other people. So thank, thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and ask her some questions. And for all you guys listening, maybe this could be a question for you to answer for yourself. So be aware. And I really hope that whatever Bree says, it inspires you in your own journey. So let's go ahead. What keeps you working in the field, Miss Bree? Um, that is a good question. I stay working in this field because I love helping people. I've always been a helper, whether it's doing um, things for others, doing things for children, doing things for adults. I've always been one that I just love helping people. And I believe that everyone has the right to be seen and heard. Um, most of the population that I work with is nonverbal and a lot of times they resort to behaviors that can be detrimental to themselves and to others. So I love getting to know each and every one of my students as their own unique and individual selves. Um, I'm always trying to figure out how to help them better communicate with me as well as the world around them. And I want them to know that their feelings are valid and should never be brushed aside. Um, I stay working in this field because we all need more kindness and understanding in this world. And I feel like God has called us to do things. And this is what I've been called to do. It is my way of showing God to the world. Wow. That's wow. That's a beautiful response. I'm really thankful that you said that. And Amen. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. No, it's true because I'm coming. I keep coming back to this verse in the Bible that says what you do to the least of these, you're doing it unto Jesus. And so therefore the world may look at people with special needs as the least of them. Like, ah, well, we can just brush them to the side, but you're doing something that, that God loves. He loves these kids. He loves these people that, and they aren't disabled. They're able, they're able to communicate, whether it's verbally or whether it's through an iPad device, they're able to communicate. They have feelings, they have worth, they have meaning to life. And so therefore they are whole 
And so therefore you're, you're doing something that helps them to elevate their wholeness. If that makes sense. Amen. Exactly. And I, I believe that, you know, just because I'm not understanding of something that they're saying or doing doesn't mean that they don't know what they want to say. They know what they want to say. They just don't know what to do in order to get it across. So a lot of times, you know, I have students that will either hurt themselves or hurt me, and they're just trying to get my attention in order for me to figure out what it is that they want. And that is an ongoing process. But at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to who they are and what I want them to be in the future, this is right now. And I want them to be able to be whatever it is that they want to be in the future for themselves without someone holding them back because they can't understand, you know? I really like that. I really adore that because you're looking at the bigger picture rather than just the short scale. Like, yes, you're okay with being hit for, for a time being because, hey, like in the future, you know, something great can happen. Exactly. I'm going to share with you like a little mini small story because it's to encourage you, Bree, and anybody out there that the power of love and grace can really make a difference in somebody else's life. Um, so like many years ago, like 16, 17 years ago, I went to a family friend's house in LA, my mom and sister, and I got into this huge meltdown um, with my mom. So like, let me remind you, like I was six, no, no, no. I was nine years old. And, um, and as you guys know out there, me being diagnosed with autism, I got into this huge rage with my mom. And um, after the meltdown was done, coming back to baseline, as a lot of us know in the field, um, coming back to baseline, coming back into a place where I'm calm, feeling ashamed and unworthy after the meltdown, um, especially in front of my family friends. One of the guys came up to me, the family friend, um, I'm really, and I was looking back now, I was really happy that it was a, a male figure um, coming to me. And this guy said, hey man, wanna go get some ice cream? Like just wanna, and I felt such love and such peace and such um, joy. And I, I, I said no at the time, but looking back now, him just reaching out his hand to me after me having a meltdown, I didn't see the manifestation of it back then, but looking back 17 years later now, like my gosh, mm -hmm. God used that man to be a blessing to my life. And so for all you guys out there, whether you guys are believers or non-believers, I just want to encourage you when you show your students or your clients or whoever, your brother or your sister that has special needs, you show them that love and compassion right after their meltdown. It's the defining moment in their life years to come. You may not see the full um, change of it in that moment, but you're going to see the fullness of it in time. So yeah. that reminds me because I always look back at my childhood 
And yes, I wasn't deemed special needs or, but I can remember being at a family reunion and all I was doing was just crying and crying because I wanted my mom to hold me the whole time. I just wanted her to hold me the whole time. And we have actually a picture of me, like it's me, my grandparents and the grandchildren. And we're all trying to take a picture and you see me in the front. I wish I could show you this. I'll have to show you the picture later. And you see me in the front and I am screaming and I am running away. And all I wanted was for my mom to hold me, you know, and I'm three years old at the time. Like that's just, you know, the way that I had handled things. And, you know, I, people could have taken that and been like, man, she's a problem child. She like, she's not going to go anywhere because that's all she does. But, you know, people took, were patient and took the time and they, there's not, you never know what people are going through. You know, you never know what our kids are going through, what other people are going through and having a heart to listen and to try and understand rather than, oh, I'm going to take this personally. You're doing this to me because you don't like me. Mm-hmm. And it's not that none of these kids do things because they're just like, oh, I don't, I don't like you get away from me. Mm-hmm. They're trying to communicate. They're trying to get a point across and they're doing the best that they can. And what my job is and what our job is, is to try and get them to do it in a way that, you know, is more successful at getting what they want rather than, you know, I'm going to hurt you instead of I'm going, or I'm going to hurt you. But what I'm trying to teach you is that you don't need to hurt me. I want to understand. Mm -hmm. I want to give you the tools and when I can understand, I can help others to understand as well. Wait, say that sentence one more time. That was good. Oh man, can you remember? When I can understand, I can get others to understand as well. Yes, 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 yes. I like that. I like that because it's like, yeah, you, you're tasting the pie of understanding and therefore mm-hmm. you're able to give other people the understanding as well. Yeah. It's good to be that example and that, that model. Like how we model on our protocol device or mm-hmm. uh, our iPad device, that we're giving that structure, that um, understanding to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Good job. <laughs> you, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next question, and this is a really big one. I don't know if. Yeah. Yeah. You can answer this. <laughs> how do you raise awareness to people? outside the special needs field. And I feel like we touched on this already, but let's go a little bit deeper. Um, I try to raise awareness in the way I live my life, honestly. Um, I treat all people the same, whether they're deemed special or not. Um, There's no specific thing that I do, but I love talking about what I do when people ask. And I always get the same thing of, wow, you work in that field. You must be very patient. You must be very this. And it's just, you know, it's, yes, I'm, I'm patient, but I also understand that there's, there's things that people need. And, you know, when we take the time to understand it, it just gives us that sense of freedom that 
you know, a lot of people can't get because no one wants to take that time. And I think this field is where understanding is truly needed. And that patience and that kindness and that grace that you talk about that, you know, uh, I just, I just love talking about it. That's, it's, it's almost like my ministry, you know, I don't work in a church, but this is how I, like I said, this is how I show God to the world. So if that is through working with these special needs children, I believe that is what God has asked me to do. Right. So yeah, no, for sure. I definitely, definitely like that a lot. How do you handle like those, like when it comes to talking about like the struggles that we go through in the field and sharing with the outside world, they may not be able to understand. How do you address those people in a way? I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, that question, but. Um, it, it is very hard because a lot of times people don't understand, like, how can you let someone just do that to you or, and it's honestly like, I just go back to no one gave up on me, Mm. you know, no one gave up on you. Mm. Why would I give up on someone if I don't even know what it is that they're trying like to get across. So I, and I like, that's one thing when it comes to work, I don't give up. Yeah. It doesn't matter how, what's being thrown at me. And you can ask anyone that's in the classroom with me, I do not give up. Mm. So when it comes to raising awareness, I just, I don't give up and I just keep going and I keep trying and I keep trying different things. And it just, that's as much as I can do, you know? And a lot of times it's hard to raise awareness because people will kind of just be like, like I said, they'll be like, oh, you're really patient. And then that's the end of it. Mm -hmm. And I was at the beach uh, for a friend's birthday. Mm -hmm. And she was her boyfriend. She was like, oh, my boyfriend's in this field. Like, I think you would really like talking to him. And I swear we were standing in the same position, talking for a good 30 minutes. And like, it was amazing talking to somebody else that like knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like, because that is, it's very rare. Like I'd say one out of 10 people I come across is going to know exactly what I'm talking about. The things that, you know, we go through the things that we see, you know, when it comes to mental health is very, you know, it's eye opening. You know, it's that the, these are people that walk among us Mm. and, you know, we don't see them Mm. or we see them and then it's like, okay, well, let's move them over there, you know, out of the way so that we don't have to deal with that. And then they're left to deal with it themselves rather than someone just taking the time to come in and being like, you know, I want to know your story. I want to know more about you and I want you to be able to be here with me. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. That is beautiful. Beautiful indeed. 
and with what you were saying, like you don't give up, um, another verse came up to me where it's in Romans 12, where it talks about that, do not overcome evil with evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, I'm not saying like the kids are evil. I'm not saying that at all. No. I'm saying like some, some of the things that they do, like with hitting us, sometimes the best way how to fight back is through loving them. Martin Luther King, he said the same exact thing. You gotta, instead of fighting back with more chaos, fight back with a spirit of compassion, love. And for, for us in Christ, it makes it a whole lot better. I don't want to say easier, but better because our love is more contagious than what the rest of the world can bring. So, cause God loves these children more than we could ever imagine. So. Amen. And he, the way that God can get to us is he has to use people and we have to be the vessels and fill ourselves with him because whatever you fill yourself with is what's going to come out. So if you're filling yourself with God's love, God's love is going to come out and be spread through and just radiate. And that love that you radiate to that child or that person, they're going to take that and they're going to be like, you know what? I want to radiate that because that is positive. That is good. That is something that is making, it's getting me more of what I want than radiating something that is negative. Mm -hmm. So I try, yes, to radiate positivity and good as much as I can. It's not the easiest thing to do, but at the same time, I'd never give up. So, you know, and if God wants, if that's what God wants me to do, that's what I'm going to do. His will be done. Yeah. Exactly. And I could, I could see him on you, friend. I can definitely see God's love on you. So, and um, I'm really proud of you. Just so you know, like I've, though we've worked, we haven't worked in person, but virtually I can say from the bottom of my heart, sister, that your love and your, and your grace that God's given you, it definitely permeates to those students um, at your campus. And I'm really thankful to be working alongside you, even if it's far apart. So in spirit, I'm right there with you, friend. Amen. Amen. Yeah. All right. Last one. Last question. How do you, mm, okay, this is a really good one because when it comes to working in the field, you must be able to take care of yourself at the same time. Um, how do you balance working in the field, but also taking the personal time for yourself? Um, honestly, uh, I don't have much of a balance and it's something that I'm working on, but what I do is not only my job, but my lifestyle as well. Um, it's hard to leave work at work when all I want to do is do better the next day mm. than I did before. Um, you know, I have a hard time just shutting the brain off. I've, I've definitely been trying to do that more um, because it is very important to just take time for yourself. But, you know, at the same time, me knowing what I can do better doesn't just radiate into work. It's what can I do? And like, what, what did I do today that might have made this exacerbate a situation? And what can I do next time to not do that? or, and to do that in life. Mm. So it's definitely, um, 
not an easy thing to do, but I do try as much as I can to shut off to, you know, if I had a really tough day, I'm going to take a bath. Yeah. Uh, if I had spending time with my daughter doing spending time with my family, you know, talking it out um, and getting it out. So it's not just stuck in here, yeah. you know, just, you know, trying to <laughs> make my mind, you know, like, what did I do wrong instead of like, okay, I'm just going to stop it here. Tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. And I don't treat today like yesterday because yesterday is done. Yeah. We can't do anything about yesterday. I can't know what's going to happen in the future. So I'm going to live right now. So definitely living in the present time. So work does stay at work. And then when I go home, I'm just living in that moment. I'm living with those people. You know, I'm living in those things that are happening there so that I can go to work and live there and not have to think about what's going on at home. Right. You know, I'm just living in the moment, living in the present and not taking the past into the future. Yes. Yeah. So practicing mindfulness. Gotcha. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's something I'm working on too. Like sometimes where I am, um, there's a, there's two words for this. Um, future tense up or whatever like when you're mm -hmm. so focused on the future that you just become tensed up but um what i've been learning in this season is and and it sounds like what you're doing as well is yeah learning to practice mindfulness of enjoying my surroundings and knowing that whether or not I, I feel him or not, I know God's working behind the scenes in people's hearts right now. I don't need to be focused on what's going to happen tomorrow because, hey, God promises us a great expectant end and a great future, great hope. And what happens in the past, God redeems all things. So, hey, like for us, we're, we're all taken care of. And now we get to be there for other people. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, I, I realize that our students' lives don't, stop like nothing pauses mm -hmm. just because I'm not seeing them right now their life is not paused mm -hmm. and that they're you know interacting with other people and that I'm hoping that they take you know what I'm giving to them and they're using that with other people mm -hmm. and that they're seeing a difference in the way that they are treated and that you know I, I have a heart for all my parents that I deal with and work with, um, you know, especially having my own child yeah. that, you know, when you see your child is in pain and you don't know what to do and all you want to do is just hug them or you just want to, and you just, you want to do everything you can to make everything okay. And you just don't know what to do. So, you know, you just almost allow for them to just do what it is because it's making them happy, right. you know? So I, and I love that when I see like stuff in the communication book or anything that like, oh, you know, they had this really good night or they did this. And, you know, it's like, man, it's, you know, it's because we're not giving up. Mm. It's because we're trying to understand and when you don't give up and you try and understand, 
that's going to take you miles further than just being like, okay, well, this is who you are. So, you know, whatever, just do whatever. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah, no, this is really good. I'm going to end it right here because I think we got a solid video right now, solid podcast right now. So everyone out there, I hope you have a great day and um, just know that we, we're, we love you. We're here for you. If you have any questions, please reach out to me um, through the YouTube channel or through Instagram. And if you want to reach out to Brianna, it's Bree Jones. I'm going to pray for everyone out there right now for wherever you're at um, and wherever you're at, we want to pray for you. So I'm going to go ahead and pray us out. So Heavenly Father, thank you for everyone that has watched this video or heard this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. I pray you would bless them and help them to know your love and your peace and your joy and your greatness and that you are a God of relationship and not a God of religion and how you truly love and bless all these students and clients all around the world. Let them see your love, your joy, and your peace and your care. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Cool. We got Thank you, Ryan. Thank you so much for watching Whole Creations. Once again, I'm your host, Ryan Odman. Please do not forget to subscribe to this channel and uh, make sure that you have a wonderful week. Peace.